0: All right, guys. Welcome to episode fifty-seven of the Different Animals podcast. It's your boy Tyler, and I'm Ever Castro. And this week we're going to be talking about *Hacks* on HBO Max, um, *Luca* on Disney Plus, uh, advancements in technology, and, and you know whether you know what the next step should be, whether it's artistic direction or you know being as accurate as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about. Uh, I listened to *Wolf* in preparation for *Call Me If You Get Lost* dropping. And uh, let's see. We talked about movie titles being named like. <laughs> uh, sorry, we talk about movie titles legitimately, and then it turns into us just shitting on Fast and Furious. <laughs> and then uh, you know we talk about whatever the fuck we just watched on a basketball court uh, with with Ben Simmons just absolutely melting and just turning into like a shell of himself in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but first. Let's start with what we've been watching.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like usual, I think I mentioned this week or last week that I had a, a show that I had started right after Mayor of Easttown. Um, so the show is called Hacks, and it's on HBO Max. Um, okay. It's uh, so it's um it's a comedy, but it's more like a comedy dramedy. It's one uh, one season, ten episodes, you know, half hour each, which is kind of like the usual these days. And um. All right. It's about. Uh, it stars uh, Jean Smart, who was she was in Marybeth Town. She played the mom and dad, and then she was also in the Watchmen show from a couple years ago now. And her co-star is. Oh my gosh, I should have written this down. It's um, her name is Hannah. Einbinder, and I think she's fairly new. And so basically, the show is about um, an old comedy writer played by Gene Smart and a younger comedy writer. And the older one, she does, she has like a residency in Las Vegas, but she does the same shit every day. And then she like goes on QVC. And then the younger one is kind of like she's like a hipster, sort of jaded, um, but she, um, so she she uh, she has like a bad tweet and she gets fired from her TV show, writing show. Um, and she has to, you know, find a shitty job and she becomes the other girl's like assistant slash writer friend for yeah. the other comedian. Um, and so that's, you know, she moves to Las Vegas to, to you know help her out with the residency. And that's kind of like where the show starts. It's like these two women who have, you know, both in comedy, but just have very different um, lifestyles and, and views about what how to make it and, and how to work with. And uh, I would say overall, the show's pretty good. I, I really liked it. I think it's funny. I. Um, some of the episodes had like some really fucking funny moments, but I don't say it's like, I wouldn't say it's like, you know, a mile a minute gut busting type of shit, like Solar right. Opposites, I said a couple weeks ago, or Rick and Morty, or anything like that. It's more just like a drama with some really good comedy that, you know, comes from the characters. Um, but yeah. I recommend it, especially if, if you like. Um, what would I say it's like? Christ. You're the worst, I guess, if you're the worst, which I've talked about here before. Not not as funny, but it's the same sort of, like, drama with, like, a little... We're here to tell you a story that just so happens to have
0: a lot of funny bits in it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I really, really like sort of how the show frames the both of them. In that, um, you know, I think a, a lesser show would take one of the two women's sides in terms of comedy. It would say, you know, you, old woman, you don't know what ticks anymore, you don't know what it takes. Or it would do the opposite. It would say, these hipsters, you know, these kids, they don't know how good they have it. And it would sort of look down on the younger writer. But I think the show does such a good job of when they're having arguments, one of them will say something about their other's point of view or how they view the world or how the kind of person they are. And you go, yeah, she's so right. Yeah, the other one's wrong. And then, of course, it'll go back to the other one. And she'll say something. You go like, wait, holy shit. No, she's right. The other one's being pretentious. And I just love that because I think it's so deft in doing that. Then by the end, you're like, well... The show simultaneously sort of pokes holes in the other one's lives, but sort of goes, but that's the way that they have to be to make it in that world. Um, so I, I can't recommend it enough. I, I think it's 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 really uh, sometimes sweet. Um, I think it's very good. And, and I think it's it sort of, you know, after I finished it, I was like, holy shit, like, HBO Max has been on kind of a hot streak. Like, um, I think if, if you if I if I counted up all the shows that I've, we've talked about on here since we started the show, I think most of mine, well, not a majority, but like I would say, the most shows have come from HBO Max. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's fair. Yeah, uh, which is kind of crazy because you you know when you think well. It's kind of crazy because you know when I drop, people are like HBO Max, what is that? Or even to this day, they're like the app sucks, you can't do anything. But then I think I think it's getting more recognition, and I think it's interesting considering you know that Netflix is sort of the undisputed king of streaming. Yet I think the last show I saw that was on there was probably Big Mouth, like yeah. six months ago. So um, and then in that time, I've you know I've done Hacks, Mayor of Easttown, The Flight Attendant. I don't know, and a bunch of other ones um, that were on uh, HBO Max. But yeah, so the show's called Hacks. It's a nice comedy. And kind of like, fuck, what was the other show that was really short that I fucking blew right through? Dave? I guess Dave. You know, it's Enjoy. it's one season, ten episodes, half hour. You can easily finish it in a day and a half, maybe two. Um, but I take my time, so it took me about a week. Um, it's not as funny as Dave, so I guess I should say it. it's not as funny. Like, you know, Dave is like a comedy Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think, like, like we mentioned before, this one's more like a drama that just happens to have very funny women and comedy in it. But that I think, um, so yeah, it's like, like a drama that is about comedy, so naturally it's going to have funny bits. Right, and both of the two leads are fantastic. They're both so funny. So I think, um, I think you're, um, you're, you're right. Um, I'm trying to think of like a funny bit, but it's like the, the, the bits are like as I'm thinking, I was like, what's a funny bit? But there's none that that I couldn't explain without being like, well, it's funny because she did this and this and that, you know? Right. Like if I do yeah. so the opposites, I'd be like, this part's funny because he mentioned, you know, alien versus predator. That's wacky, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. uh, But Yeah. Yeah. It's hacks on HBO. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so, uh,
0: I will go with, uh, actually I'm going to take a slight left turn and say what I've been mm-hmm. listening to, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, uh, Todd of the creators new album is coming out uh, two days as of this recording mm-hmm. um it will be out by the time you hear this um uh, but i decided to listen to wolf because um, we you know we talked about his albums um on the last episode and we were talking about you know like how this one sounds like it's going to fit in so mm-hmm. I, I just thought it sounded the the one song we've heard um sounded more like a wolf song to me um mm-hmm. so i decided to go back and listen to that album and that bitch just got some fucking jams on it. Like, like some of these <laughs> I forgot how much I loved them. Um, I'm going to go. I'm not going to go, like, track by track, but I'm going to try and um, look up this track list real quick and just try and hit you with the ones that I think are the high notes yeah. on this album. Uh, but, 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 but. All right. So the very first songs, like, the very first song so it's not even a song really it killed me the first time i listened to this album so the first time i listen to an album i always turn shuffle off like i i i usually oh, yeah. try and do it at a point where i can sit and listen to at least a few songs without being interrupted yeah anybody who does shuffle right at the start i'm like
1: are you a crazy person? Are you are you psychopath oh. yeah.
0: <laughs> so like I I try and get it like, where I can listen to a few songs. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I try and do, like, a whole, like, I'm going to prepare to sit down and listen to this. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did that with Wolf. I remember when I first listened to it. And it starts off with the most beautiful, like, just singing, I guess. It's not even, like, singing or I don't even know what you'd call it. It's just he just says you. But it's, like, this long, like, you. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of just, like, and there's, like, nice little piano behind it. And then it does it uh, one more time. You know what I mean? Nice yeah. little piano. And then before the next one's about to say it again, you just hear his deep ass voice go, fuck. And it's
1: like, <laughs> <"Ooh."> <laughs> I can't. And the whole yeah.
0: thing is basically just like, it's a minute and a half. And it's mm-hmm. like, Thirty seconds before you get to the first one, but the rest of the, that like minute is just him being like, "Fuck you, fuck everything that you love, fuck mm-hmm. you," like, it just kills me. It's so out of place because it legitimately like sounds beautiful. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Domo Twenty Three is amazing. Um, that's definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see.
1: I like... Uh, Jamba Lincoln. is money, in my opinion. Yep, yep. I like the uh, track 10. You know, every time he does, he puts a bunch of them together. Oh,
0: yeah. Also, Bimmer by itself is just the absolute jam. Mm-hmm. Um, I think
1: that was on our list, right? On our list of songs we were short longer, I think. I think
0: so. And I think I mentioned that, like, I read
1: that he wanted Justin Bieber to do part of that song. Right, um, yes, that was it. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, um, so, of course, I fucking hate you. That that one. Um yeah, that I think I mentioned in the episode banger. last week that that was the only song he played from this album. I think when when I went to see him in concert, um, yeah, Rusty. I like Rusty. Rusty oh no, Tamale, but, Tamale. Yeah, 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 and Tamale. That one too. Yeah, Tamale.
0: So if I had to narrow it down to five, right? I'd probably say yeah. Mm, this is gonna be tough because I, I feel like there's six I want, but if I were to narrow it down to five, I would say listen to hmm. You know what? I would say Domo23. Answer. I don't even really like Answer that much, but I feel like it's. I did this thing with a friend of mine where I was like, he was like, he knew I liked Childish Gambino a lot, and he was like, give me Childish Gambino songs to listen to. And I was like, well, here's the deal. Like, I know, like, all the stuff I like from him is of, like, a certain. Like,. You know, everyone has, like, a, a an R&B song on their rap album. You know what I mean? Or maybe not yes. R&B, but, like, there is a song where they sing. And, like, those are never my favorites. But, like, I can understand that it does sound good. And so, like, I will recommend what I think are the best versions of those just so someone can get, like, an all-encompassing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it. And be like if I gave you a Jay-Z recommendation and only gave you his pop hits and didn't give you anything where he's, like, actually rapping kind of hard. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. And it's like, like, that's fine and that's a good list to listen to because they're all good. But, like, I still want to give you, like, the full picture. You know what I mean? So, like, right, Answer right. is a good one to me where I feel like you get, like, a, a different side of Tyler than we normally get. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say Dumbo 23, Answer... Track ten, which is "Party Isn't Over" slash Campfire slash Bimmer, um, Rusty. I think that's four I've given you now, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then Tamale. But my my dark horse for this is Trashwing, which is a terrible song. <laughs> you know, what? I'm gonna put it back on there instead of Tamale All because right. again, full full spectrum. Trashwing mm-hmm. is so bad it is all right so <laughs> trash is like i'm trying to think of another good example i only know one other one but it's even more obscure but like there's a rapper called tech nine he's got his own label of strange music people they're all like very like intricate ly- lyric lyrical uh very didn't you work there. with uh,
1: eminem or am i thinking about a different
0: person? no you're thinking of slaughterhouse oh okay yeah 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 all right, so it's just like Tech n group is all like kind of... I don't want to say rapidy rap because there's one guy that sings a lot and they have a rock group in there, but they're all very like intricate, lyrical, creative, like not mainstream at all. And that's like kind of part of their like group. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's like part of their thing is like we're not just mainstream pop garbage. And so, you know, take do, do with that what you will, but mm-hmm. they have... Every album that Tech Nine puts out has one song on there. And I can't remember what the name of the group is. But they he has one song on there where he gets like everyone that's in that label together, or at least the bigger members of that label. Um and he gets them all to do like a generic, like, mainstream rap song, right? And it's always like The thing is, is it's always like super dumb. Right? Because it's what they're trying to do. And I understand that, like, you know, that's not really what that is. But, like, like, just because something's popular doesn't make it dumb. But even with that mm-hmm. being said, like, I'm used to hearing him on all these crazy beats. You know what I mean? Like, these crazy, super out-there beats. And then they give just, like, a generic, like, mainstream hip-hop beat. And it always goes so fucking hard. Like, even though it's bad. It's 816, boys. That's, like, mm. it's, so it's a Tech 9 album or, like, a Chris Calico album or a Big Scoob album. And then, like, randomly there'll just be a song This is like, 816, like, such and such by 816 Boys. And it's always just this dumb, ignorant shit, but it always goes so hard. So this is the Odd Future equivalent to that, which is, like, even in the Odd Future tape, it's all songs by, like, the main music members, right? Like, it's Tyler the Creator, Frank Ocean, Earl Switch, mm. Haji, uh, was it, Haji Beats... Um, Domo Genesis, all that, right? This one, like in the OF t- in the in the OF tape, the song is called "We Got Bitches," and it's like always title of the creator, and then a bunch of the guys who don't rap in the group, right? Like Elboy, Boy, Taco, Jasper, like all these dudes that don't rap, or yeah. it's just the guys that skateboard that are in their group or whatever. And it's always just like a stupid song with a stupid chorus and like trash wang is that, but the beat goes so hard <laughs> and the, the hook goes so hard. Oh God. So tr- I'm going to throw trash wing in there just because it's fun to listen to. If you go into it with the expectation that this is not, no one put their verse on their, on that song. It was like, that's my best work.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's not what they were going for at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God. Yeah, I, I'm just now. I'm <laughs> thinking about we got bitches from the OF because that shit used to kill me. Have, do you know that song? I, I don't think so. Oh my god, it's great. The chorus is just we got bitches, we got bitches, mm. we got bitches, we got cars, we got cars, we got cars, we got uh, no, we got diamonds, we got diamonds, we got diamonds, we got jacuzzis, and your bitch be on my dick. <laughs> and that's that's the chorus. It's terrible, <laughs> and it's just them yelling it. There's no sort of like even melody like melody to it. it? It's literally just yeah. them yelling that. God, it kills me. And then also, Tyler the Creator also always has a verse, and it's always just the dumbest verse he could possibly put together. But, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, nice. yeah, trash wang, trash wang answered Domo Twenty Three, Rusty, and then that three track, uh, you know, compilation the,
1: there. Yeah, the number ten track, the one where he always puts them together. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Good. Yeah. I I, I I remember Wolf coming on college. I loved um, most of it, and and like I said last week, like I I could feel. Sort of going toward where I I liked it more, and it would eventually get there, you know, with Flower Boy and Igor. But that was still you know four years away um, before I actually felt wow, like this is like I really like this. Um, whereas with Wolf, I was like, you know what, this is like I, I can see, you know, I, I, I fucks with the vision. I I see where this is going, <laughs> right? And 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 I, I like I like that you're headed this way, especially because like I said, like I I. While I appreciated stuff from 2010, like Goblin, the Goblin stuff, I, I, I just found it inaccessible, at least for me. Uh, right. But I wasn't like, this is fucking bullshit. Throw this shit away. I was like, well, I can see what people would like it. And I can, I, I respect that it's going a completely different way than anything currently. But
0: it's you know just what? not for me.
1: And then, and then like with Wolf, that's where I was like, okay, I see, I see the sound. I see the talent. And I, I like where it's headed.
0: You know what I think is a great comparison? And somebody else will probably come at me for this one. But, like, I, I think it, the perfect comparison to early Tyler is early Eminem. Right? Which is that, like, some people mm-hmm. heard that and were mm-hmm. like, this is just stupid. Right? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, because he's, like, talking about, like, jerking off and he's going to slap Pamela's tits off. Um, yeah. Smack you so hard, clothes go backwards. Like crisscross. um, But, like, and it's just, like, just... It's just there to, like... Ah, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, like, draw to attention shock. and ire, even. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's what early Tyler is, right? Which is that, like... I mean, Yonkers and Goblin... It's, like... Uh, and I stab Bruno Mars in this goddamn esophagus. You yeah, know what it's, mean? Like, like,
1: pure... Like, it's pure It. It's pure just, like... Just stream of consciousness, just, like... Anguish, yeah. anger, all, like, funneled into uh, music. Right. And I
0: think the key difference for me for me, between Eminem and Tyler the Creator is that Tyler the Creator moved on, right? Like, Tyler the Creator right. was like, I did this for two albums, and then he like grew up a little bit, and he was like, I don't have to do this. Like, I can just... Whereas, like, Eminem still has, like, Mariah Carey digs in the year, like, 2018, and I'm like, what are you
1: doing? Exactly. Yeah, it's like, alright, like, it's... You're, you're referencing, like, fucking... <laughs> I don't know. Mobian. You're referencing, like, right. like beefs from Ooh. 20 years ago that no one gives right. a shit about it anymore. It's like who? these people from the 90s? It's like that picture right. of Chris Rock going, "Huh?" <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So like and that's one
0: thing I always appreciated too was to like if you if you literally go back to album 1 to what he has now, the growth is like it can't even be ignored, right? Like even if you right. don't even if you don't like the music as much or you don't think it's even better, like you can see that like it's just weird to be able to see, like, as like him as a person to see how it changed. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Yep. You can see that with Kanye. You know what I mean? We talked about that when we talked about me, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, late registration, college dropout, kind of generic. Then you have him like on his highest of highs, which is graduation. You know what I mean? Eight oh eights and heartbreaks, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, it all coming together, and then it kind of gets hazy from there, right? Like it kind of just turns right. it. Like, Jesus makes sense, but I don't even know what the fuck you would call it, right? Like, But, like, everything after that is kind of just, like, whatever. Like, even Life of Pablo doesn't really have, like, a specific, like, feeling. You know what I mean? That just feels like mm-hmm. an album he put together. And, like, a Jay-Z album is always gonna, like, there's two stages to Jay-Z's life of, over the course of his albums, right? There's, I was a drug dealer, and I'm fucking rich. And those are the only two stages, right? Like,
1: right, right. And I think Kanye even says it on, what was what the song? on last call where he's like you know i wanted it more like you know more the the regular jay-z not the introspective sophisticated jay-z right
0: yeah so like there's there's not that many different like layers to jay-z's life you can read through his albums right right um but like that's something you can definitely see with tyler and that's one thing that's always like i think even if even if you don't like it in any regard I feel like it's so interesting. You know what I mean? At the very least, to, like, hear that one person somehow started at point A, which is Bastard, and then finish at Igor... You can just listen to the fucking names of the albums and be like, what happened here? Bastard, Goblin, Wolf. Like, Wolf's a little more normal.
1: Fucking Cherry Bomb. Where did that come from? Flower Boy. What's going on? (laughs) 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 Well, well, I think... um... I, I was surprised to find this out when I bought the vinyl, but apparently the full name of the uh, album is Scum Fuck Flower Boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, wait, what, what huh? Because, you know, it says it on the spine. I was like, wait, what? And I went to Wikipedia and it's like, Scum Fuck Flower, flower Boy 2017 is the album more, more normally known as Flower Boy. I was like, what? <laughs> How? It's been four years. How did I not
0: know this? I remember when it first came out, but I think he even just refers to it as Flower Boy like 90% right. of the time. So yeah. I think like it... I mean, for what it's worth, uh, (laughs) Odd Future Wolf... Like, Odd Future, it's full acronym. is like, this super long, nonsensical, like, thing. Do you know what I'm... Like, have you seen it?
1: Yeah, isn't it, like, uh, uh, Odd Future Golf Wang? Like, something, something, something. It's Odd Future
0: Wolf Gang, Kill Them All, Litter Life, Bacon Boys, Loiter Squad, Buttfuck Bitches. Like, or something like that. And it's, like... Why is it, like, 15 letters long? What has happened? And then, obviously, as they grew, they are like, we gotta cut some of this out. But, like, it's just, like, like, I think that's just his little, like, fucking salt Bay, right? He's like, gumfuck flower boy. Like, he just threw that <laughs> little bit in there and then just hit it. Exactly. Like, the only way you see this is if you get the vinyl. Um, <laughs> but even still, it's just, like, you can, it's just such a... Even the covers, you know what I mean? Like, like Bastard and Goblin are, like, upside-down crosses, 666, like, distorted faces. Yeah, uh, Igor is just him up front with a dumb or like a weird looking wig on. boy. he's literally in a giant field of sunflowers. I don't know. It's just interesting to say the least, Um, especially for him to keep a lot of his fan base. You know what I mean? Like, like that's insane, too. Like if Eminem started singing R&B songs, there's no way Eminem fans would still go be into it. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. They I don't know how it happened. Yeah, they would have left a long, long ago.
0: Yeah. But yeah, anyway, so Listen to Wolf, uh, it was fucking solid. Nice. Cool, cool. All right, so what else you got?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I uh, watched uh, Luca, which is the newest Pixar movie on Disney+. And I mentioned it last week because we were talking about how it's like, oh, like, they're just going to put it on there. And, and we talked about how, like, people were pissed about that. Um, but anyway, so I, I watched it. And, um... I really, really liked it. I, I, I'm glad I read a couple of things that said it's more of a, a Miyazaki movie. Like, have you ever heard of those, like the Studio Ghibli movies, like, um, Spirited, yeah, like Spirited Away? away and, yep. Yeah, yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. So, like, those are like you know, like sort of, they have a story, but they're much more relaxed, right? They're like about adventures and they're about like just like like breathing in and like taking in the world and that's what this is and i'm glad i knew that book going in because um like the moment it starts it sort of starts like a regular pixar movie it's like oh oh well oh, it's just i guess to give you some backstory so the story is about these two boys who are i guess quote sea monsters who live in this um harbor in this italian like village this villa
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: this town and so they um, they, you know, they want to go on land to explore the world and they get caught up in this idea to go on a race on a triathlon. Okay. And and that's pretty much it. Right. And so when I, you know, when the movie starts, they're like, it's like, oh, a sea monster out at sea. And you're like, oh shit. It's going to be like, there's going to be like a, a town villain, a bastardly guy, like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. And there's going to be like a monster, maybe like a big, huge Kraken monster. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like right. they, you expect the stakes to be huge because like all movies are like, um, like, a soul. It's like, oh, it's about the souls of the world. And there's, like, um, you know, like, deep existential shit. But it's not that at all, right? The movie relaxes, calms down. And then it just becomes about these two kids' summer friendship. Um, and, yeah. And, and, like, the movie itself... Dude, it's, it's like... It's... I don't know how to explain it. It's just fucking gorgeous. Like... It's so goddamn beautiful to look at this, because it's like, it, it's, how can I say, it's it's kind of like, so it's photorealistic, or, or, or it's like close to it, because it's not like Raya photorealistic, where it's like, they pretty much... It's it not looks trying, like, 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 the skin goat. isn't trying to look like actual skin, right? No, 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 and I don't, I don't just mean like the people, I mean like, um, like the, the environments, right? Like, okay. they, they look real, but they all, they look cartoony right like they don't right. they don't set out to make all the houses fit exactly and the town look like a town it looks like a cartoon town right like the buildings are a little bit oversized you know right. the, the 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 statues or the fountains are a little bit huge the fountains are small the the, the the cars are shaped kind of funny right and the people themselves look they look like popeye characters um but it it looks so detailed and then it, it like um if you have a chance to watch it like i would say you know you don't have to watch all of it if you don't have time. I think your kids would like it. I think it's kind of like um, how we were talking about. There's, like, differences between family movies, movies and kids' movies. Yeah. I think this one viewers more toward kids. But I think the fact that it's so pretty to look at. And it's just so fucking impressive what they can do that it becomes, like, a family movie. Like, especially if you know what to look for and, and like, how to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, i say, you know, put it on for your kids. I think they would like it. It's not scary. It's not... You know, there's not, like, chases. There's not loud sounds. It's just, like, a summertime movie. And it's just, like... You literally could just put it on and just, like, relax. Because the stakes... I mean, there's stakes, right? There's a race, but they're not... If you don't get this, you're going to be stuck as a boy forever, right? You right, know, st- exactly. The clock strikes 12 and you're stuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, some... Some, like... The stuff that we're kind of used to, right? Right. Um, But... um, But, yeah, like I was saying, like... If you give it, like, 10 minutes... Dude, you like the water. You just see the water, and you see it hit the beach, and then like the, the sun, the way the sun hits everything, it like looks like this weird, like this cartoony bright glow. It's just, dude. Like, I literally was like half the time I was just looking over at Sydney. I was like, Sydney, like, what the fuck? Like, this is <laughs> nuts. Um, and it's short. It's it's literally like exactly an hour and a half. And I'm excited to rewatch it just because it's it's not like I said, it's not tense. There's not like a like I said, a murder, there's not monster, Like well, they are sea monsters, but there's not, like, you know, like, a final boss, you know, it's, right. it's, it's just, like, a nice summertime story about friendship and, you know, having a, a, a like, a, a golf with a friend f- during the summertime, right? If that makes any right. sense. But, yeah, I totally recommend it, dude, especially, like I said, you know, you have Disney Plus now, you have kids, Um, they, they, you know, I totally recommend it for kids of all ages. You know, sometimes something like Raya... I would say like, well, you know, it's a kid's movie, but you could watch it with the kids. But there's like some of the action might be a little jarring or, you know, there's like this weird like purple monster that smoke monster. That's like the main villain. That's like, you know, a little scary. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, totally recommend it. Luca on Disney Plus.
0: All right. So I sent you a picture. And so this is me looking up Luca and then just trying to see pictures of the environment. Right. So I can see what you're talking about. Yeah. So tell me once you have it pulled up. Yeah, I got it. Just tell me why this top picture looks like fucking to Overwatch, bro. I could
1: boop someone off the side right now. <laughs> Dude, yes, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like this idyllic... Like it just looks, and you can see from the buildings, like they're not like they look real, but they're that's not where. Like like if you were to give it to somebody, like the people who made Raya or the people who do like super ultra right, realistic so... animation.
0: Yeah, they didn't go for photorealistic. They went for like right. stylized realistic. I, you know yes. what I mean? Like, and like we, yes, we and you and I have to... talked. Oh, so go ahead. It's like they didn't. They weren't going to make it look like the actual house that may be on that corner, but they were like, we're going to make it super detailed and we're going to stylize it perfectly so it like fits our what we're going for. You know what I mean? Right,
1: right. And you know, you and I have talked to have talked about um, um. Like, that, you know, everybody can do photorealism, right? DreamWorks. The motherfuckers that made Ice Age. Computers are so advanced that, you know, everybody with a with a semi-good computer can make everything look photorealistic. What's going to be the challenge now is coming up with this uh, artistic style that is unique and onto its own. I think this has it, right? I think you know, it's Spider-Verse, that's another one, right? right? Like if they wanted to they could have made it the most realistic looking New York ever. They could have made it look like the 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 video game, you know? Like they could have made like the cutscenes and stuff. But what will win the artistic battle now, now that everybody can do it, is doing it with a certain style that helps the story and 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 sort of brands it. goes here this is the movie and nobody else can do what we can do because this is something wholly new or if they try to replicate it we'll be well like you people can be like well that looks like that you know
0: yeah one of the things i struggle the most with explaining to people especially like a lot of my friends who play games is that like at some point like we've reached we've reached like diminishing returns right like right like yes 4k nothing will ever match that jump from standard definition yes. to high definition or or i Absolutely. guess at least in my lifetime you know what i mean like i i guess beforehand you could probably say going from black and white to color was probably fucking nuts you know what i mean
1: like <laughs> yes yeah
0: but at least like at least black and white to color like you already knew color was real you knew it was like you do you, you get what it i'm saying coming. like right like it had to like we i see color all the time there's no way we can't make color happen like me, like, like, I guess from standard definition to high definition, like, you tell me we're able to take this thing that I'm watching a recording of and get it as crisp as if it were here. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. nuts. And, like, nothing will ever match that. 4K to 8K, 8K to fucking 16K, whatever the fuck it turns out to be. Like, nothing, we've reached the point. And so, even with video games, like, a lot of times, like, people, like, people talk about, like, how realistic can it get? And it's like things look realistic enough already that we can fill in the gaps. So, like, we've reached the point of diminishing returns to me. So, for example, like, I'm trying to think of a good... I can do this, and it's going way back, and it's probably testing the limits of my theory here, which is to say, like, I remember on my 360, near the end of the 360s lifespan, like, right before the... PS4 and Xbox One were going to come out. I Mm -hmm. bought... I bought uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Which was... Originally came out on the Xbox and PS2.
1: Yes, yep, yep.
0: When I turned that game on, I had no idea that it was going to look that bad. And the thing is, it does not look any worse than it did on a PS2. It looks exactly the same. But, my mind was able to basically accurately... Fill in the gaps based on what I was seeing, right? Like, you know, in your mind's eye. Like, when you're reading a book, like, you you imagine... Like, if you're reading fiction, like, if you're reading Harry Potter, or like, The Dark Tower from Stephen King, anything, like, it, it, at some point, at least for me, I guess maybe not everybody, I, I assume it is. It's one of those things where I've never really thought to ask anybody, so I just assume everyone does it the same way. But, like, as you're reading, it's no longer words on a bo- on a page, right? Like, you're your mind's eye kind of just takes over and starts displaying a picture right mhm mm-hmm. so so like that's what happens with grand theft auto san andreas which is that like when i was playing it on the original xbox clearly like at some point my mind was smoothing out these polygons right like like
1: right right and you because... you like looked at it you like wow this looks amazing just because you'd never seen anything like that before right Right, and I was having so much fun with the game because of all the other things you could do in it
0: that, like, my brain just smooths over all the sharp edges of and triangles, you know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. all the all the terrible textures that are just, like, flat <laughs> green. And I'm like, that's grass, you know what I mean? My head is like, that's grass, you know what I mean? Like, you're cool, yeah, yeah. we got it. So when I turned it back on, I was like, holy shit, this is bad. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and it was jarring because I had gotten so used to a whole generation of, like, High definition, more photorealistic games, and the same right. thing happens from I PS4 it's... to PS3. But each step gets a little less like, "Holy fuck!" I can't imagine like this is the first time I'm seeing something like this. You
1: right, know what I mean? right. Like, like you're saying, like you know, some, whatever came out, you know, when the 360 came out, right at the start, like 2005, um, is not going to look anywhere. Then what came out at the end, you know, Grand Theft Auto 5. It's not going to be the same as like whatever came out at the beginning of the PS4 and the came out at the end at the end of the PS4, right? Like you said, the right. gap is smaller, and it, and I think it's the same with everything. Like you know, just like HD to, to, to high def and stuff like I um, you know, and even HD itself. Like um, I remember when we first got our first HD TV. It was two thousand seven. We got cable. And I was like, "Holy shit! Like this is this is completely different, right? Because before right. then, we had the tube TV with the big thing on the back. And right. even if we had, you know, um, <clears throat> HD or like we had like super like nicer channels, it would always just have like the black boxes on top and bottom. And so when we switched to HD, I was like, "Oh my god, this is like completely different. This is amazing. Like I never seen anything like this. Holy shit!" And so then uh, earlier this year, I was trying to look up the dunk where LeBron dunks on Kevin Garnett in the playoffs. No record yeah. for human life. <clears throat> And I looked it up and I was like, let me watch it again on HD. And I clicked it on HD and I was like, wow, this, you know, I clicked on YouTube. I was like, wow, like, let me, let me hit the little gear to bump it up to 1080p. And it wouldn't, it was at 720p. I was like, what? And this, this is what it looks like. This looks like ass. Like this looks terrible. (laughs) Right. And you don't remember it that way at all. You (laughs) You Right. And I remember it being so crystal clear. And like, I was like, do they not have like better highlights of it, dude. And then sometimes, you know, they show old highlights of games from, like, the NBA Finals from, like, 2005, and it looks like dog shit. <laughs> and, and even, like, and even something, you know, like, <clears throat> I would say the big change is probably, like, 2012, where, like, you watch those NBA Finals and they still look, you know, not as crystal clear as the games do now, but still look pretty good. um, But, yeah, so, so you know, going... And- you ever watch a clip sort of an old fucking football game, bro? I can't even tell who's who. I'm like, what the right. fuck? Like... Exactly. It has to be like you know. These are highlights for this guy for you to be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And That's so, time you can't even tell where the fucking ball is. <laughs> like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. I think I was. What else was I watching? Oh, uh, Larry Fitzgerald highlights, and I would be like, wow, let's get up to the present. Like, we're back in 2004. That shit was 2012, and I was like, wow, well, this looks like ass. To me. <laughs> and so you know, to sort of just uh, take it back to Luca, it's like that. It's like you know, what's gonna win out is. How in video games how you can use those those 4Ks and 60 frames how you can you know design your characters to look like Luca and look unique and and have this kind of Popeye's retro style how you're gonna do you know sporting events and maybe give us you know 48 frames or 60 frames on the TV and and, and how you're gonna you know light the um. Like, the uh, the arenas and stuff to make it look best on TV. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen, but they did it in the NFL and they've been doing it in the playoffs. But they've been using that camera that sort of gives it this uh, video game look, the depth camera. Have you seen that? Uh, it's it's see only one. during timeouts. I hated the one I saw. And I think it was Devin Booker walking to the free
0: throw line. Mm-hmm. Like, he's walking to the free throw line and it's, like, super, like... It it's looks like, like in uh, frame, like you're trying to pick a character. Like it's right. like do you want to choose Devin Booker, and it's like, and <laughs> as he's walking, like the camera is so perfectly still, and like he's got this weird like little jaunt to him, and yeah. I'm like, you look like
1: someone hand animated you poorly. What happened? I, <laughs> I, I yeah, they need to fix that, but I think that's what's going to win out, right? Just like what's going to win out now is not just adding more pixels and adding more polygons, because it's like at a certain point, like you said, it's going to tap, it's going to you know sort of top off. Our, our eyes can only pick up so much that it's going to be. How are you doing it? How are you implementing it? What are you designing with it? And, like, how are you shaping it? That it's going to be, like, the thing that goes, oh, shit, you know? Like, it's interesting to me, you know, right now that, you know, the most critically acclaimed game, you know, this year, I think, or at least currently, is Ratchet & Clank because it's very much like a sort of, not a platform right now, but it's it's that sort of same DNA, um, but it just looks so well in the way that they do it that it's not this super realistic oh, it's a guy and, you know, like Red Dead, like tedious. Like, to shoot a gun, you have to hold B so that he picks up the gun and then you have to aim it, and then you have to hold the left trigger and then you have to hold the right trigger so that he aims and then pulls back, right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just like, that's that's what's going to win out is how you do it, not just having fucking gigabytes of tech behind it.
0: Right, and that's where I got sidetracked. Was Basically, that's what I was saying, is it's hard for me to explain to other people who play games because... I think because games always have more of a limitation due to just like being interactive, right? Like, like you can make a movie look more photoreal than a game with the same amount of technology because the movie right. you just place a camera and you move it through this thing and you make it see exactly what you wanted to see. Right. Whereas a game, like and, it'd be like you have to, I have to make all this so that if this camera goes rogue, it still sees what it's supposed to see.
1: Yeah. Like. And I think, you know, and, and to this day, sort of your brain just picks up, um, you know, it gives it cues with regards to the video game. Like, what I mean is, like, um, I'm, I'm replaying The Last of Us 2, of course, which I think is, I would say, the technological crown, uh, crown jewel of the last generation of the PS4. It's um, definitely up
0: there, for sure.
1: Yeah, and I think, even then, I think you can tell when you're in a cutscene, right? Not right. just because it, like, looks like it, but it, the, 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 the way it looks is so much better, where if it, it's, like, two people talking... It's like the 180, it looks amazing, and then you know it's going to become playable because it cuts back to another person, and there's like a clear step down, right? And you go, okay, now we're back into the video game. Right. Um, I think, it's just, yeah, just, that's just like something that, that your brain goes, okay, it's go time. Right.
0: So because of those limitations, like, I, I feel like every, a lot of gamers are just of the opinion that, like, it'll be better when it can be more real looking, Right. And my argument mm-hmm. has always been like that's true up to a point, but I think we've reached that point already and it like I don't think that's what we need to shoot for anymore. Like it's super cool to do so, but I think like mm-hmm. you said what wins out now are going to be the artistic choices you've made. So like how like how vibrant the city you're in in this game is, right? Like mm-hmm. do the people seem real? Like even like even just generic people that are just walking like there's always those people that are just like two people standing across from each other talking to them and you mm-hmm. like you'll just happen to like walk up to one and see if you can bump it to move it and they don't like turn their heads or anything they just stay in like their little like we're talking you know what i mean like right, you, right. you adjust them slightly you make them shift slightly and they don't they don't adjust correctly or react correctly and you're like ah see these are the these are the fake people. So, like, like it's little stuff like that. Can we make these people seem real? Can we make this seem like a real city? Can we make it bright? Can we get across the things? Do we want to, you know, make this city seem more rural or more urban or, or, you know what I mean? Like, all these different things go into it. And I think that will be what propels your game to be a great-looking game or not. So, like, for example, Ghost of Tsushima, I think, is the crowning jewel of, like, the technology of the PS4. Um... Right. But it doesn't even... Like, it's definitely realistic. It, it, I mean, they all are. You know what I mean? There's, like, a baseline for, like, realisticness, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like even with Ratchet and Clank, like, the character... I don't even know what the character is. If it's a fucking... Uh, is it a cat? I don't know. Either way, like... Either <laughs> way, like, thing. even even with him being, like, a mammal, um, just, like... I, I feel like there's still a certain amount of realisticness to, like his armor or whatever he's wearing, right? They, they like, they still go into, like, oh, this needs to be, like, actual thread or, like, actual metal. You know what I mean? Like, there's still these little baselines of what we what has to be realistic. Um, but, like, Ghost of Tsushima, to me, where it wins is, like, the opening scene gives me goosebumps in that fucking game. It is, like, or maybe not the opening scene. It's, like, there's a prologue. And then, like, the first thing you do once the prologue's over. Um, The equivalent would be, like, in The First Last of Us. Spoiler alert. After you get through the whole scene where his daughter dies, like, the first (laughs) thing you get to play after that, that in Ghost of Tsushima, you're riding a horse to get back to your town. Because, like, basically you got left for dead. And, like, you're just getting back to, you know what I mean? You're, like, a a homecoming, right? Like, you you know, there's your call to action. Right. And you go through the most and the thing is they've clearly they clearly said it, right? They're like, this is going to be our fucking chef's kiss, right Mwah. like like when right. we when someone has this scene, this is going to be what they remember because even as great as the game looks, there's nothing like this scene in the very beginning of the game. But this open field that you go riding your horse through, is the most beautiful shit I've ever seen in a video game, ever. Period. Like, it, it's... And it's not because I can see each petal on each flower. It's because of, like, you're riding through... I think there's, like, a sunset and the way it's hitting these white flowers and this open field as you, you know you know, like, on the journey you are, knowing what your character knows. It's just, like, it all culminates. Right? And like, that's what you're going to have to do going forward. Into the Spider Verse isn't great looking because each character has realistic dimensions, right? Right. It's great because they were like, we're going to make a 2D animated thing, in, like, 2D animated cartoon in 3D using the same techniques and put such a unique flair on it that you don't see anywhere else. And so, like, you see it for the first time, and you're like, holy shit, it's so jarring, right? You know what I mean? Like, that's what you're going for at this point. Like, you you have to just go for the jaw-dropping moments of, like, holy shit. You're not going to get that if someone busts into a house in a game, and it just looks like their own house. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's so realistic. It's like, yeah, but you've seen that a thousand times, just a fucking
1: house. You know what I mean? Like, That's not (laughs) who gives a
0: shit. Right, Um, right. And so I think that's what you have to go for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. I think yeah, I think it's uh, it's like presenting it in a way that that it's memorable and then that you know, I'm going to say like like sticks with you, right? Like right. Um and, and then I think that's what Luca does and I think it's very pretty and I totally recommend it. I mean like if you have Disney Plus like it's a no-brainer, right? Like it's a short it's it's short, it's beautiful, it's free. It's good for the family, good for the kids I think you have no excuse. Um, and I think if you don't have Disney plus I think you know after you finish after Loki ends I think it's totally worth it. you got Luca you got Soul which I think is a fucking masterpiece and you got the other two Marvel shows. Um, so I think it'd it totally be worth it even for a you know a, a short trial um, yeah and then and, I, and then so that's Luca and I can wrap up this you know my movie part real quick. I also watched the third conjuring. Um, it's on HBO max. It's called, you know, the conjuring, the devil made me do it. I watched it in theaters, five bucks and, uh, it was okay. It was, it was, it was fine. Um, it's, it's not as scary as the first two. Um, but it's still a good time with the two characters, you know, the two, um, you know, the Warrens, uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. I think they both do a a solid job and and it it was a, you know, it. it, I I don't think it's bad. But I don't think this is like the kind of movie where it's trying to be anything more than like a good, just scary time. So I think it's just like a, you know, thumbs up. It's a good job. But that's, right. you know, it's you like didn't that. You didn't fuck anything up. Yeah. yeah you didn't it's, not reach, I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> it's
0: not bad. It's not
1: bad. And I think it is missing, you know, James Wan. He directed the first two. And I think it's missing. He, he has just like a really good eye and a really good pace for, for scary set pieces. Like, um, did you ever watch either one, the first one or the second one? I watched the first one. The first... Do you remember the one where that mom goes down the stairs and she hears the... The claps? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. So that, like, great set piece. Takes its time. Sets it up. This one, I don't think, has anything close to that. Because I think it's missing him. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, you know, a couple of good jump scares here there. A couple of good creepy scenes. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too boring. Just, like, good job, movie. Yeah, so... Good. My problem with the Conjuring movies is
0: the Mm -hmm. same problem I had with... um, The same problem I had with The Quiet Place for me. Which is that I watched the first one. It was amazing. And then I heard a second one was coming out. And I was like, why? Like, we Like we were done, I feel like. Like, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like at the end of the first one, I felt like, cool. Like, we we finished the movie. And then it was like, and they're back. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, like, why? And then the they, I feel like they. The fiendish discovery yet. And then, God, they made. There's another movie, right? That's not a the conjuring but it's them right or it's about them like is it annabelle um it's about like the doll they find
1: it's about the doll but i don't think i don't think they're in it i think only the conjuring ones have the warrens in it okay so maybe that's it but i i think i feel
0: like they were somehow i don't want to say advertised together like because that doesn't even really make sense but i feel like I feel like I remember when Annabelle came out, like, the trailer, I don't even know if this makes sense, but like, the trailers for Annabelle
1: were like, eh, eh, Conjuring, eh, you know what I mean, like, like, yeah. we're that thing yeah, from and, The and, Conjuring, eh, eh, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's just so that people have, like, a name recognition. I mean, you know, we've talked about here before, like, the most important thing right now is just, like, somebody going, hey, I remember that. Like, that's literally the most important thing that's right now. Like, I, like motherfuckers are just swallowing IPs so that somebody somewhere can go, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. Like, that's literally all they want. They don't want anything new. They just want that. So I think right. like, I think that's more of the marketing thing. I don't think the movie itself goes, hey, you got a call from the Warrens. Oh, oh, they said it they said it i think it's right. just like it's just for a marketing me though, thing. Yeah. for
0: me though as someone who already felt like the first movie was like done like i didn't go watch the second and then like i don't remember Annabelle came out before or after but i was like like why are we doing this like why is there a whole like i thought we were good at movie one and now you're telling me there's a whole fucking conjure like like <laughs> <laughs> like there's a conjure or there's like a warren cinematic universe like i don't yeah. I, like this is well, so much i mean dude like they, so, again, yeah, made so
1: much money off of this i think like i think um i think total like in total they've cost like all of them together have cost like 150 million but they've made close to like a billion dollars
0: right and like 100 million of that is like
1: just paying those two actors
0: <laughs> yes
1: yeah Yeah, and I think at this point, honestly, I think at this point, you know, people, I think, you know, they'll go see, the reason MCU movies are popular and they'll go see them is I think as much as it is, you know, Infinity Stones or plot stuff, I think it's, they just want to hang out with characters that they like. And I think at this point, those two are reaching that kind of, you know, platform, you know, kind of like F9 that comes out this year, this week, I think it's the same thing. I think, yeah. Right now, characters are winning the day more than actors. And so I think, you know, Patrick Wilson, he might not be able to open a movie at $50 million, But if he does The Conjuring 4, you know, there's a chance that it might, depending on what they try to do, right? Right. And that's that's the
0: one thing I was very surprised about. Because, so, again, I, because I never watched any of the other ones, I didn't develop this fondness for these characters, right? I mm-hmm. thought they were great in the first one, but, like, the, you don't really grow any attachment over one movie, Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. so i saw the trailer for this movie and like i in the trailer he says like uh we we like the government acknowledges the existence of god so i believe we need to acknowledge this of the devil and that gave me the hardest eye roll like i was yes. like oh my god like this this is i was like this is the corniest fucking shit i've ever heard of like why I, it, why are people coming to see this movie
1: i thought so too but then in the movie itself because they're both so, like, sincere and corny with their, like, demon shit, that when he says that, you go, you know what, son of a bitch? You're so right. <laughs> I think, think putting it out of contact, or not putting it out for the ad, you go, what the fuck? But I think both of them, they're so, like, oh, did you see Elvis? Yeah, when he was alive. What about after? Yeah, also, yeah, I met him after he died. It's like, oh, shit, he's, or whatever. <laughs> it, it's so- like, they're so, both so into it, or the the universe is so on their side that, in the movies, that you go, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. So,
0: with that being said, like I saw that trailer and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I don't want anything to do with this. And then the movie came out, and the overwhelming uh, opinion I saw was that mm-hmm. people were like, boy, these characters are just great. Like, like people weren't even saying like the movie's incredible. Like it literally, I saw multiple people unrelated on like, you know what I mean? Like two people that are not tweeting towards each other. I don't know Mm -hmm. that they even follow each other, whatever. Just like tweeting, like, like, boy, the way these actors play these characters is just phenomenal. And it's nice to just like have them spend some
1: time with them. Yeah. mm -hmm.
0: And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) What is this shit? Um,
1: Uh. But, like, so obviously there's something to it, and I just missed the boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that it's kind of like um, they try to do, like, a really terrifying horror movie, and they ended up stumbling into an X-Files movie version.
0: Right, where it's just like, oh, we just want to be with fucking Sully and, or Scully and what's-his-face.
1: Yeah. Um, Except they're both David Duchovny and that they're totally into it. <laughs> there, is, there is no skeptic here. Neither one of them is... Uh, What's her name? Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. So that's The Conjuring. The Devil
0: Made Me Do It. Also Mm -hmm. a terrible name. That name mixed with the line in the trailer is the most eye roll, get this shit the fuck out of my face title (laughs) I've ever seen.
1: And the thing is, and and it's like, oh, so I think the reason they said that and not The Conjuring 3, like, because the other one's called The Conjuring 2, I think the reason they do this is so that they can make The Conjuring 4. Because people don't like, I guess they don't like seeing four in movie titles for some reason. Like their brain just doesn't like that, so they rather have, you know, uh, the 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 something colon blankety blank. You know, like when was the last time? uh, Well, like when was the last time that like a superhero movie had a number in it? Iron Man three, probably right. Literally every superhero movie has not had a number in it since Iron Man three, Deadpool two, maybe. Am I right? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Deadpool's probably the last one. He's kind of, like, not really, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, a, like, the ones that are actual entries. Yeah, the last one to have a sequel that had a number was Iron Man 3 in 2013. All the other ones since, they always do blank, 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 colon, blank, 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 blank.
0: That's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, I, I, think think it's be, because,
1: I mean, like, I don't feel like movies do the numbers at all anymore. Um, no, and I, do, I think it's because they just... I, I think it... <laughs> if people go it makes it feel more legitimate i feel like
0: to not have the numbers or to have the numbers to not have the numbers like and more legitimate in terms of like we have a story to tell right like like iron man uh, fucking uh, subtitle i'm trying to think uh, let's uh, i chose a really shitty one but let's do captain america cuz the what's the first captain america called it's, it's the, america, the first avenger the first avenger right that's like this is a Captain America movie, and we're going to tell you the story of the first Avenger. Then it's like Captain America: The Winter Soldier, right? This is like another Captain mm-hmm. America movie, and we're going to tell you the story of the Winter Soldier. You do Iron Man one, you're like, "This is about Iron Man." You're like, "Cool, I'm in." Iron Man two, it's like just fucking Iron Man again because you know what I mean. Like, so yeah. like I feel like <laughs> giving it like a subtitle almost makes it feel less of like a what's the word? I'm obligated like cash grab to me, right? You know what right. I mean.
1: Yeah, 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 and I and I absolutely believe hundred percent. If Kevin Feige could go back and rename Iron Man two and three, he one hundred percent would, right? right? He would name it Iron Man colon uh, Whiplash or Iron Man colon the uh, the new element or something like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Or like Iron Man three um, Extremis. right? Right. Um, and I think the the reason that they do, I think also the reason is that you know if you go. Iron Man three, you go. All right, that's the last one. Because yeah, goes, I literally. I like, was just three, about to say, trilogy. I don't
0: remember which ones which. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that, well, yeah, that too. And I think it helps, you know, sort of separate the two. And I, I, I think, um, as much as I love the Fast and Furious, I think their naming convention is a fucking mess. That's just I think a disaster. Absolutely, disgusting mess. I think they. I think I don't even know how you would. I don't even. Never mind. I don't even know how you begin to fix it, or I I don't know you you can't right? But like yeah, that it's shit's gone forever, mess. bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 garbage. The only thing that helps is that the numbers are in it. I think at least. Um, but um, what is it? Yeah, I think you know if you hear Iron Man one, two, three, you go all right. The first one, second one, third one, and your brain subconsciously goes last one, third one is the last one because it's you know the the third act. It's like the you know your brain just doesn't doesn't work in quadrilogies, right? Right. And, um, or it goes, you know, Star Wars, one, two, three, Lord of the Rings, one, two, three, right? Um, and so I think by not having the numbers, you can skip all that and you can have, you know, Thor, the Dark World, Thor, Ragnarok, but you don't go, that's it, Ragnarok was the end. You can go Thor, Love and Thunder and your brain doesn't go, hey, wait, that we were done. What's going on here? Right. Yeah,
0: I can see that completely. Yeah. Real quick, just because we mentioned it, I'm now, I'm now doing this, just so you know. The list of Fast and Furious movies goes The Fast and The Furious, right? Mm-hmm. Too Fast Too Furious, which is just an absolute fucking masterpiece of naming, right? I it's think like, that's so good. You fucking I think that's, nailed it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the Fast and The Furious Tokyo Drift.
1: Okay. Yeah, like, it, if, and that one I'll take, and that one I take because, it, you know, it wasn't, it was, they were trying to do, like, a, um, you know, remember the American Pie movies? They would make, like, you know, there was, like, the main American Pies, but then they, like, did, like, these spin off straight straight-to-DVD shit. Right. Do you remember all those? Yeah. It, it would be, like, National Lampoon presents, you know, American Pie presents The Naked Mile. American Pie presents Roofie Drugs. And it's, like, okay, like... <laughs> Like, we get where you're going. So I, I, that one I excused because they were trying to do, like, Tokyo Drift, or, like, you know, the Fast and Furious, car racing, colon, Tokyo Drift, a separate thing.
0: Yeah, also, Tokyo Drift has none of the same characters.
1: Um, right, exactly, uh, exactly.
0: Uh, that shit is just its own thing, really. Um, right. So, the, so, again, The Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, Here's where it all went off the rails for me. Yes, Fast and absolutely. Furious, get yes. the fuck out of here, bro. Why? You telling me like you just got rid of? The it's us?
1: A, it's that it's that clip of the black guy from uh, Predator. I don't know if it's from Predator, but it's he's like, that's that's where you fucked up. That's what you fucked up. It's like it that. It's is. like yep. Like I yeah. In like after that, I don't know. I, you could have done like um, FF four. Literally just do FF four. But right. like, or just, you ready? Because you named the fifth one Fast 5. Just call it Fast 4. It gives a shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and, and Fast 5, that's a great... Yes. I mean, it's still the best one. It's a great title. And then, I think the one after that, if I'm not mistaken, is Fast, uh, Fast and Furious 6?
0: Yep. Fast and Furious 6,
1: Fast and Furious 7, Fast and Furious 8, Fast and Furious... Well, Furious no, ha- well f- 7, I think, is just Furious 7, isn't it? Oh, you're right. So, it...
0: Okay, so it's labeled as Fast and Furious 7, but you're right, it's Furious 7. Furious 7. Now that I'm looking and,
1: at the thing. And then, dude, 8. <sighs> F8. Those fuckers could not have just done F8 of the Furious? You, you, Why would you put fate? Like, I know that that's the point, is that it sounds like fate. You don't name it fate. You name it F8, and then you go, oh, F8. Like, you're doing the pun, but you're explaining the pun... In the title, where there should be a pun, yeah. You see what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's fucking like, terrible.
1: It's terrible. And then I think nine is just F nine. No, wait. Yep. Uh, the nine is F nine colon the fast saga. When did that come in? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I feel don't... like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, Yo, you could. Can... All right, also, I will
1: say you disrespected the shit out of Hobbs and Shaw, all right? <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. What is it? Ho- ho- wait, wait, is it... Wait, hold on, let me, let me see if I get this right from memory. Is it Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw? Yep, Fast and Furious
0: okay. Presents Hobbs and
1: Shaw. Um,
0: so, yeah. But, like... So, in
1: that... <laughs> then why not just do Fast and Furious Presents F9? Or why not just do Hobbs and Shaw colon The Fast Saga? Like, what... You can't do... <laughs> you can't do the Fast Saga and Fast and Furious Presents and the Fast and Furious colon Tokyo Drift, right? Here's the deal. You know who named the Fast and Furious movies? Who? The same
0: motherfucker that names all the Nintendo consoles, bro. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> what have you done? The same dude that names Microsoft consoles. They were like... They're like, Xbox, like, okay, we're with you, with you. Xbox 360, that's a crazy choice, but okay, I, I'm still with you. Xbox One, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, Xbox One X,
1: what are you doing?
0: Xbox Series X, stop it. Like, like, that's what happened with The Fast and Furious. Like, I just don't know why you made any of these creative decisions that you made. Like,
1: like you said, I feel like I'm taking crazy. <laughs> oh my God. Like, it just, it, anyway. And oh, then, of course, the, the, it's it's waiting for the 10th, for the first part of their two-part finale. It's waiting for them on a platter. Fast 10, your seatbelts. It's right there. Uh, they're it's waiting for them. No, stop it. If they it do be... that, <laughs> if they do that, I'm
0: hitting them with the boo this man. <laughs> <laughs> boy. With the full fucking knife hand. Boy. Mm. Uh, Please don't do that. Whoever, it's there, man. fast the... ten,
1: your seatbelt. No. <laughs> if they do that, I will. I'm gonna be... hold you. I'm gonna hold you up. Your head up like the fucking like the guy from Bird uh, Bird Box. <laughs> hold <you up> <laughs> lady.
0: <laughs> Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have me in a fucking clockwork orange shell, my eyes up and staring at the title. Oh right. my god. All right. Now we got that fucking oh, nightmare out of the way. Um, very quickly,
1: uh, we'll tell on... Listen to our review of F9 next week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it coming out next week? I'm going to see it tomorrow.
0: Oh my God, I didn't know it was out yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, tomorrow, yep, yep. Fuck, all right. Well, um...
0: God, we're going to have to talk about that. That's unfortunate. Um... <laughs> Uh, ben, so let's talk real, very quickly, very briefly about Ben Simmons and Doc Rivers, which is um, the just most epic collapse um, to the. You don't lose to the fucking Hawks, bro. Yeah, like how I, you don't yeah. lose to the Hawks? Yeah, I'll, I'm yeah, not saying this topic down Trey Young's trash. I... I'm just saying you can't lose to the fucking Hawks. Like I fully expect the Bucks to just mop the fucking floor with the Hawks, right? Like, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so, absolutely, and I wanted to, so I, I I didn't want to talk about the NBA stuff, because I wanted to wait until the end, because I knew that anytime we talked about anything, it would, you know, age very quickly, so like, even if, you know, if we would have done a week-by-week thing, you know, when the Clippers were down 2 nothing to the Mavs, I would be like... Pfft. Clippers are done. I was wrong. They're fucking dog shit. <laughs> uh, Next you know, week you no. come back, and go, I was right. Disregard the last episode. Exactly, exactly. I was right about, I was wrong about being wrong. All right? Mm-hmm. I was right. All right, so, but <clears throat> I think I messaged you the night that the um 76ers collapse because Ooh. this man is broken. Get this Ben Simmons, that, did, I, like, I watched that game, dude. And I was watching it with Sydney and a friend. And I told them both at the start of the third. It was like eight minutes into the third. I was like, you see that man, 25? You see how big he is? You see how tall he is? You see how he handles the ball almost every time they come up the court? That man will not take another shot the rest of the game.
0: <laughs> and I don't think he did. I said,
1: he's not going to shoot it. He's the point guard. And they're like, what is that? And I was like, do you guys know what that means? They're like, yeah, like he, he like, he's like the point guard. Like he's like the, the guy in charge of it, right? I was like, yeah, he's like the floor general. And you know, like Steph Curry, right? Damian Lillard, like names that they knew, even though they're not huge sports fans. I was right. like, this man who's in charge of scoring will not score. <laughs> crazy... And I was right. <laughs> and I, would you, I went ugh. when when he missed that when he went he when he passed up that dunk on Trey Young. I did that one thing. I I, forget, I don't know what GIF it's from where like the, the guy just stands up and he's like, oh, what the fuck? I did that, dude. I was like, <laughs> I was right. I was like. <laughs> So, what? like,
0: the thing is, is you don't, the, the you don't have to score to be, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. You have to score to be, like, top-tier, like, cream-of-the-crop point guard. But you don't right. have to score to be, like, an important cog of your team's machine, right? No, no, but, and I think... But, You still have to make the right decisions. And that's where this comes into play, right? Is that like... Absolutely, yes. as much as we want to shit on Ben Simmons for not shooting threes, if he's just going to fucking brick them, then it makes more sense for him to not shoot them, right?
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, people call him Andrew Roberson.
0: Right. But do not fucking dare pass up that dunk with Trey Young in front of you. Do not dare. Right. Bro, absolutely crammed yes. I, his
1: I, ass through absolutely. the fucking rim with the ball. <laughs> absolutely. Like, so you're totally right. Like, you know, you could be a Dream on Green, right? Dream on Green isn't that guy. He, he, when you know, when they won the championship in 2017, he was the fourth guy, right? Right. He, but even now, when it's just him and Steph, he's not like what I would say, you know, superstar level. And But Monty Jones said this. He's like, you know, the, the 76ers were built their process on having two superstars. And then right now it looks like they have one superstar and one guy who's just pretty good. Or at least good, right? And that's the difference, right? Is that if you put... Is the reason people are shitting on him is, is half because it's like, okay, like you said, like yes, you have to make the right play, but you can't pass it up. You you don't shoot threes. That's not your thing. That's fine. That's how he, he came into that, right? He came into the league being like, all right, he's not going to shoot threes, but the man's going to do layups. He's going to do dunks. He might even pull up for a shot, you know, just under the basket.
0: He should just be a Giannis with better vision. Look, right. You're 6'10. The guy guarding you is 5'11. Like, back him down. And then, back like. Him. Right. And then, if
1: you have to kick it out, that's fine. But don't you dare give up an open dunk. <laughs> like, right. What is wrong or, with you? The one where he was running up the court and there was just Kevin uh, Herter in front of under the basket and he didn't like go for a yam or he didn't go for like a Eurostep or a layup or something. He literally right. pulled it back. And it's like at that point, at that point, there's like a difference between being like you said, like Giannis, where he he maybe shoot, I think he shoots like 32% from three or 31, which is like, okay, maybe don't shoot that, you know, but he is aggressive every time. And there's always that, that there was that uh, clip going around where he had Blake Griffin in front of him and he didn't have any moves and he just like stepped back and he just went full speed to the basket. Yeah. Like at least do that. But this man, the man that he, he... but also he has moves too. I I, like, I didn't watch him spin and get by people.
0: And then just fucking, like, dish. Like, every time. like, stop it.
1: Yeah. And, and, like, now he, he like, just has, like, the supreme yips. It's like he regressed so much. Um, did I send you the stat about his uh, plus minus? No, I don't. I oh, haven't seen that one. He, in his rookie year, he, he, or I think his rookie year and first year, I think just his rookie year, he went plus minus uh, 21, I think something like 10 times. And since then, he's only done it, like, four times. So there's a regression here and I I just and now now how I feel now at this moment is exactly how I felt on Sunday where early on your brain just breaks because I I I just have it makes no sense because you have this guy who's 6'10" can see everything can can rebound can assist he he has such great handles he's a great defender it's just I everything on the other side is just so insanely broken that at first, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, like figure it out. You know, it's like, uh, the I, th- I think you should leave the, the Chunky scare where he's like, you've had all summer to figure out what you do. Figure it out. It's like that. It's, it's like, and then eventually I think about it so long that I just get sad. And now here in this moment right now, after talking about, you know, fucking yelling at him about being better, I feel sad because it's like, well, where do you go from here? Yeah, like, I have
0: no fucking clue. So that's so the other thing I wanted to briefly touch on, and we'll go right back to Ben Simmons, mm. because of all this shit about Ben Simmons, we're like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I don't know what... Like, I know we want to shit on Doc Rivers for another collapse, and I'm more than happy to. But, like, on this one, I'm just like, I, I don't know what you expected. Like, Like, if you're second best player... Will not fucking take a shot. You have no chance, period. Like, like if your next best... If your second best player is 6'10 and he will not dunk on a Mm 5'11 guy... You're, you're shit out of luck for the for the playoffs. Like, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how far you'll make it. But there's no way you're going to win. <laughs> like, it's right. not possible. So, like, I will shit on him some. Because I do still feel like they definitely should have beat the fucking Hawks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, like, I, I, I am yeah, shitting on him. And I think, and like dude, come on. Like, and, and, you know, he's going to make 150 mil before 2025. So, like, I'm not, you know, the world's Chinese violent. But at some point, I'm like, dude, like. What happens now? And I think it's one of those things where if he had, for some God reason, maybe he put on a weed uh, goggle mask, right? Like Larry Tunsell. Or maybe he punched a woman before draft night. And if he had dropped from the first pick overall to like the 25th overall, I think people would be much more forgiving of his shortcomings. Um, But then again, I think maybe he would also have less chances. I think somebody, I think if him and Andrew Williams go 25th, I think they're probably. Uh, I don't say I don't. Know, I don't want to say that they would, they would be out of the league, but they wouldn't have the chances that they're given now. Because you go, there's like this aura around being the number one pick. Who? Who did um, you say? Oh, and Andrew Wiggins and, and Ben Simmons. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, and I, I think the difference, specifically with even Ben Simmons to Andrew Wiggins, um, and this may just be because of the amount of time that has passed, is that like. The thing is, is the team's still built around you. You get what I'm saying? Like like Yeah. Oh, if you're the number one pick, or or if you Or, or just in general with Ben Simmons case. Like, so mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's built around Embiid, but it was kind of just built around both of them simultaneously, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like the whole time they were building this team, they were saying, like, our two main pieces are Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. So, yeah. like Andrew Wiggins never really had like, a team get built around him, right? Like, he right. went to the... Where did he get...
1: Timberwolves? I feel like yeah. that mm-hmm. was not the first Yeah, he was step. drafted by the... No, he right? Yeah, he was drafted by the Timberwolves, yeah. Or no... Was he drafted by
0: the Timberwolves or was he drafted by the Cavs and then traded to the Timberwolves? I can't remember. Yes, it was that for Kevin Love.
1: Yep, yep, yeah. yep. That's okay. what it yeah. yeah, that's
0: right. So the thing is, like, the Timberwolves were in rebuilding, like, once they got rid of Kevin Love. So I feel like you never got to see... A team that should have performed super well with Andrew Wiggins and then just not, right? It was always like, mm-hmm. he's bad, but also so was the team. Um, and then and then by the time they got Colin Anthony Towns, I feel like the book was out on Andrew Wiggins anyways, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're not going to get what you thought you were getting. Ben Simmons was on a team that was performing well, and he was the second best guy. And we're like, oh, look, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are going to do it, right? But then, then you saw Joel Embiid step up to the plate and literally right alongside of him is Ben Simmons just wither away. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like we said, like, what is wrong with you? Like, as a basketball player who has made it to the NBA, what happened? Like, it's... It's the same, it's not the same level of weird, but it's the same level of, like, befuddlement that I have with the Markel Fultz thing. Like, Markel Fultz's whole fucking shot, like, it looked like he didn't know how to use his arms anymore, so it's not as weird, right. but it's the same level of, like, how did this happen? Like, like you get what I'm but saying? Like, it, 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 It's not, we're not talking year. about, this
1: <laughs> we're not talking about Theo Pinson, right? We're talking about fucking, like, the number one pick. We're not right. even talking
0: about Harrison Barnes, who was a giant deal, but like everyone knew Harrison Barnes wasn't going to be that, right? Right. Like even if you thought he was going to be good, it was always like he has a lot of upside. But you know, we get what we get. You know what I mean? Like, right. But right. Like, this is fucking like, pfft. yeah. You thought he was going to be the second. Be- you thought he and
1: Joel Embiid were going to carry you to a championship. Yeah. And I honestly like you know his, his shit's all fucked up, and I think that the um. Uh, thermos. <laughs> I Me mean, saying, Have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Yes. You know, when he goes to the doctor and he goes, Yeah, it's just, it's just in long. And he goes, Yeah, shit's here. It says here, uh, your shit's all fucked up. <laughs> 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 um, uh-huh. but, um, <laughs> but he says, Yeah, he goes, Yeah, you're, and so, um, fuck, I lost what I was going to say. Is Shit's all fucked up. <laughs> and, and, and I lost it. I lost it completely. <laughs> um, I, feel like, I feel like that sums it up pretty well, though. <laughs> yeah. And I just, and, 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 and then, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it, it breaks your brain that, you know, even before this, you were like, well, he can't shoot, but he can, like, he can duck. Now it's all completely broken. But then also, like, Bobani Jones tweeted, he said, again, to name drop him again, he says, you know, it's perplexing because if they deal him to somebody else, they will not win as many games out of eighty-two as if they had him, but then they also won't go far in the playoffs. Right. So it's to me it's the exact same and this is so this is my
0: hypothetical trade, and it's not great for either team. I think both teams get worse. Well, actually I take that back. I take that back. Philadelphia instantly gets better. But like I, I feel like both teams are at a stalemate. And they have a very obvious problem, and this does solve the problem to some degree. Now, I think for Portland, it brings
1: more problems. Ah, I, I think- was going to say, damn it, damn it. I was just going to be like, wait, hold on. Let me see if I can guess you're going to say. And I was going to say Portland. Yeah. So Because I feel like they're in the same boat, except two, like the opposite. Right. They
0: have two small guards that are both extremely talented. But the thing is, I think it just becomes a liability on defense. And, and you know, it, it gets to a point where you can't get inside because all your guys are small, and it just makes things difficult, right? They run into this problem. They constantly get bounced. Uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think if you were to first of all, you never fucking get in game. So go ahead and fucking throw that out the window. But I think yeah. if if Philly could somehow say, like look, Ben Simmons, you know what's crazy? Also a year or two ago, there's I don't I can't imagine Portland ever turning down Ben Simmons for McCollum. Absolutely, yeah. Like, oh, two, oh, like, a year ago, two years ago, they'd be like, nah, fucking done. I'm signed. People like, would look at that and be like, wow, Philly got fucking ripped off. Right. Now, I'm like, Philly's going to have to give up some extra picks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> Portland's not going to want to just take Ben Simmons. We just watched him break in real time. Right? Like, we watched a kid throw a fucking glass jar on the ground shatter it or glass vase shatter it put it together with glue and now they're gonna be like would you like this priceless glass vase and it's like <laughs> I, I, it's broke and they're like no not it's look it's still it still holds things much like ben simmons still plays basketball and but like it doesn't work right <laughs> like look at
1: it yeah like, and then there
0: look at it and then you see ben simmons pass up an open dunk and they're like well you know i guess you're right so yeah i i, I think that solves the it- Trailblazer's too small problem. I think it gives them more problems in the long run. Mm. Um, And, and, you know, I I think Philly would love that deal. I don't don't know that there's enough incentive for Portland to try it. But if I'm the owner of both teams at this point in time, my number one thing is, like, I got to do something. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know what to do if you're Portland. I don't know how you fix it. I don't know if there is a way to fix it. But it's clearly not working and we're just stuck. So, like... We gotta do something, and the same thing with Philly now. Like we gotta do something. Like Joel Embiid's playing great, like playing next level, MVP level till he got hurt. You know what I mean? Like, like, and our second biggest guy is Ben Simmons, who now we realize is broke, and Tobias Harris, which is like. Tobias, he's not bad. Um, like, but, <laughs> but like, he's definitely the worst version of a number three guy you can have. I don't right. think that means he can't work as a number three. It's just definitely
1: like not
0: the best. Right. So and like, they should
1: have given that money to Jimmy Butler.
0: Yeah, abs- well, pff, can you imagine though?
1: Can you imagine? Well, a team? Oh, dude, he would have ripped his head off. But Jimmy, well, no, would I have mean gone like Ben Simmons, like that.
0: Jimmy Butler, and Joel Embiid, uh, they would. Uh, at any point in time, they could only have, like, nobody could do anything inside. Because Jimmy Butler's not a great shooter, Ben Simmons won't shoot, and Joel Embiid is not a great shooter either. Like, like that would have been right. the most, like, it would have just been them taking turns driving and kicking out and then driving and kicking <laughs> out. Like, like what do you know? Well, the, the paint's still packed. Let me kick it out to Ben Simmons. And then, like, his defender just looks at him from directly underneath the basket. It's like, okay, so where are you going
1: next? Uh, well, and, and so, like, I honestly think you know Danny Green got hurt I think in game 2 or 3 and I think if he plays and I know he's not great like he's not even like the third guy I think he might even barely be a, a barely the fourth guy maybe the fifth guy right but I think if he plays they probably win I think this series not the t- not the title but at least this series I think he's a big enough guy that uh, Herder doesn't come down and post him up on the block every time like he did with Seth Curry he provides another shooter to go along with Seth Curry and Ben Simmons. Um, and he's a good defender. And I think he, that that's just like enough to tilt it toward their edge. I think Just enough. And I think maybe they don't go past the Bucks, but at least they win this series and it's not as embarrassing as it looks.
0: So on the one hand, I'm like, I think we're giving data Green a little too much credit, right? But then on the but, other but hand... I also think it, at, on the other hand, I feel like they should have fucking won the series anyway, so sure. Like, if Danny Green coming back would definitely give it to
1: him because they shouldn't have fucking lost it as is. <laughs> like... Right, and that's what I'm saying. It's like I think, you know, go, going to Game 7, and not only just Game 7, but, like, the end of Game 7, I feel like, by this point, it's kind of like how I feel about overtime. Where, if you go this far, and you're right there, it, it's... I don't want to say a coin flip, but it's, like, right there, right? It's, like, little things here or there that are just different, right? Like, right. Herder doesn't score 27 with Danny Green. I just don't think that happens, right? Even if he scores 20, at least that's seven fewer points. And, like, you know, like, it's... I think at that point, it's it's so tiki tacky and it's so close. In, in the, 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 even though they, they should have blown them out and they should have won in four in five or six, but they didn't. I think having it that late in seven, I think it just, like... I just don't see a world where, like, they don't win with Danny at least... 70 percent of the time or 80 percent of the time you know yeah. yeah i can see that so yeah so uh, so
0: your end stance on it um is basically just like on ben simmons yeah they just got to do something he's broke and he's got to get out of there And either he's
1: got to do something this summer like see a therapist fix a shot go righty like just become a righty uh, I don't know, start from the ground up, not literally delete everything from his phone, just go to the gym, <laughs> just, you know, just literally don't speak to anybody other than your family and your teammates, and like that's it. Um, and yeah, just like that, like j- either that or deal him to somebody who thinks they can fix him because I think just running it back status quo, you're only going to do this again, and like I. Uh, you're wasting the prime of Embiid. God knows how many years he has left, the way he fucking breaks apart, breaks, you know, falls apart every year. So, yeah, it's it, something has to be done. I, yeah. I don't think they deal him because, like I said, that contract's, he's on, they're on the hook for 140 until two, uh, 2025. So that's not going anywhere unless somebody thinks they can truly fix him. So,
0: yeah, has that ever looked like, has there been ever a contract that big that. I don't want to say look this bad this quickly because some of those contracts, like some of those max contracts, the moment they were signed, you're like, huh? <laughs> like, mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. not one of those, but a contract like that, we're, we were like, yes, that makes sense, right? And then within like literally like a year, two years, we're like, ooh, terrible, terrible, terrible. That isn't just like injury related, right? It's not like he had a catastrophic injury and now he's just stuck with them. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah, like, he like tore both Achilles, yeah. Right, it's literally just like, Boy, we really fucked that one up. Like, <laughs> it's just—I've never seen it. anything I, I, like it. I, I, yeah, it would be like if all the crazy shit with Markel Fultz happened after he signed a Supermax, right? He signed a Supermax, so all of a sudden he's like, my arm hurts and I can't lift it. And I like, could shoot, yeah,
1: right. I look <laughs> funky shooting. I look like I'm, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, literally I mean, like, like it the monster
1: stole his fucking power. <laughs> D- yes, dude. Oh my, yes, dude. Like they like this is yeah. It's a viral marketing for the Space Jam on New Legacy. Like like, <laughs> it, it just yeah. And, and like I said, like I, I, every time I read the stats, every time I see all the tweets and see them being like that video of Sha of Shaq, you know, putting up the Wu Dong Tigers, ni hao, you know, what I'm saying like that ever, I'm just like that's funny. And then after a while, I'm just like. That's so fucking sad. Like, I just feel so bad for Ben Simmons, which I shouldn't. Dude, looking dude, 7'10", he's going to be a 150 millionaire, you know, in a couple of years. But I just, like, I'm like, God damn, This it suck. Because it's not even like he's, like, like Dame Lindler, right? Like, where he's, like, he's pretty good, but he just never makes it out because of the team. Or he's, like, um, who's the guy that's a bum? Like, Paul George, right? Because he can shoot and he can put it together here, and now, then. It's, like, this is, like, a total complete collapse of the most basic offensive basketball skills you know what's crazy is paul george put up like an insane
0: like three games to even get them out of that round and then choked on like two free throws and then immediately like all the goodwill he had built in the past like two or three games is just gone like don't ever (laughs) pandemic (laughs) p exactly it's insane how quickly it went
1: yeah, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, those two games were nuts, dude. Especially with Qua- without Kawhi, like Zane. I, yeah. And then he just
0: blew two free throws, and we're right back at his neck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh Jesus.
0: Oh, all right. Um. Well, I I think we're gonna call that the episode, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then you know, uh, I don't want to do NBA uh, finals picks because, like we said, you know, they could come out like spoiled milk. And age, real quick. But I just, I really wanted to talk about this because I, I literally, I texted, like I said, I messaged you on Sunday. I was like, dude, like, we gotta talk about this because I, 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 I it doesn't, I, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't get it. It, like, I feel <laughs> like I'm taking crazy pills. I, 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 it, it can't, I feel like I'm taking fucking crazy pills, but like, it, it, it doesn't, this doesn't happen to number one picks. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Maybe there's a number one pick, like, 20 years ago that is ass. Maybe I'm thinking, forgetting about Bogut, or maybe I'm forgetting about Anthony Bennett. Anthony Anthony Bennett. But even then, but the thing with Anthony but the thing Bennett thing is, is they with, were fucked up right off the bat, like right picking him, picking him, like picking him right right then because like so going up, it's like all year Ben Simmons was the number one, right? Because like this guy's the next LeBron, and like in high school, but Anthony Bennett, he was just like a guy that was good in college for like a, like that season, and they just picked him. So it's more of like a huh? Why would they pick him more than like a Oh, it, it, and he was asked from the beginning. It's not like he was like as good as and showed as much promise as Ben Simmons did, right? So it's like right. That's the that's
0: the difference between even Ben Simmons and Andrew Wiggins, right? Is that Andrew Wiggins right. was supposed to be the they called him Maple Jordan, bro. Right. Like he was supposed to be fantastic, and the thing is, is he came to the league and was immediately like not great you know what i mean like, he was like and it's not okay, to say he was definitely right? a bust from day one because like we were there was still like you know we gave it room you know what i mean we we're like oh, yeah well, and i think maybe. he was
1: he won rookie of the year right i think
0: maybe i don't know what that rookie class even looked like though i can't imagine it was all too strong but he might have won rookie of the year but like either way like there was still that little bit of like mm, like he's not everything we hoped he would be but he could turn into it And then we eventually realized it just wasn't going to happen. This dude was phenomenal. We were like, holy shit, look at Ben fucking Simmons
1: go. And then it was just like, Mm. what happened? (laughs) It was uh, Michael Carter. No, wait, it was Andrew Wiggins. Twenty, Yeah. He averaged 16 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. So it's, like, not great. Right, like like I said,
0: he's not what we thought he would be, but he could still become that. And then it just didn't happen.
1: 2017 uh, Rookie of the Year. I, I like... Mark, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, but woof! What a class! Mm-hmm. Ten points, two rebounds, two assist, four assists. Well, uh,
0: Michael Carter Williams run rookie of the year in whatever year he was a rookie, and I was like that twenty fourteen. I bet that was pitiful. Um, yeah. but anyways, yeah. So it's just like Ben Simmons to just like you chose him at number one. You were immediately reaffirmed, right? You were like, yes, we nailed it. And then it just mm-hmm. went to shit. It would, the equivalent would be LaMelo Ball in the next, like, three years. Just starts rocketing passes into the stands. And people are like, what the fuck
1: happened? <laughs> yes. Oh, yep, yep. Oh, Jesus. I'm looking at these rookies of the year. David Robinson averaged 24 and 12 his rookie year. Sheesh. God damn. Did he, Jesus Christ. Apparently he came, like, second or third in MVP voting that year. His rookie year. Yo, that's that's some NBA 2K shit. Winning fucking rookie of <laughs> the year and MVP. Yeah. I, I, I got to look up. Yeah, I, I saw some tweet about it. I was like, I got to look that up. But I think, um, yeah, first or second, I guess. I, mean, I, I think MJ won one of the when MJ won all of the years. But I think he won MVP <laughs> one of the years where David Robinson got ninety nineteen ninety. 1990. Yeah. Shot 53%, 24 points, 12 rebounds, 2 assists, 4 blocks.
0: That's crazy but all right um we'll call that the episode guys um if you want to catch me you can catch me at Moneybags on instagram and twitter and i'm at evercastro92 on instagram and if you want to catch the podcast directly you can catch us at diff animals pod on instagram and twitter or email us directly at different animals podcast at gmail.com um, as usual stay safe stay entertained and we will catch you guys next week later see you